the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio in Washington. The U.S. has begun to carry out strikes against Iran-backed militant groups and Iranian military targets in Iraq and Syria. That comes in retaliation for a drone strike on an American base in Jordan last weekend that left three U.S. service members dead. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. Based on a clear, irrefutable evidence that they were connected to attacks on U.S. personnel in the region. Congressman Mike Gallagher says the U.S. is under a very different kind of threat every day from hackers backed by the Chinese Communist Party. Every single day, our critical infrastructure, and I'm not just talking about a DOD network or a nuclear command and control site. I'm talking about your local water utility is under attack from a variety of cyber actors, foremost among them. The Chinese Communist Party. Congressman Gallagher chairs the House Select Committee on China. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees more phony charges. He said that Leventi Beria, the founder of the KGB, his motto was, show me the man and I will find you the crime. We have arrived at that point in America. President Trump solicited actions to guarantee that the 2020 elections were fair. That was his crime. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour this afternoon here on AM 1280. The Patriot. Stay tuned. You're just moments away from the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast from the AM 1280. The Patriot Studios. Your Saturday will look partly sunny skies, high in the mid-40s, while tonight's overnight low around 27 degrees. And tomorrow for your Sunday, mostly sunny, high in the mid-40s. Monday, partly sunny, high nearing 50. It's AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. My name Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, five days a week for the past 22 years as of next week. That's right. Shows uh, the, the blog anniversary is uh, this is coming up. Actually, a bunch of big anniversaries coming up here uh, in, in the world of Berg. Of course, today, well, yesterday would have been my grandmother's, what, 118th birthday. She's no longer with us, hasn't been for a bit. Uh, of course, uh, today is... Uh, well, actually, tomorrow is the birth of uh, one of my children. Details available if you need to know. You already do. If not, oh, it's okay. We'll talk. The 6th, the Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, of course, Ronald Reagan's birthday, the greatest secular holiday on the Narn calendar. And the day in between, uh, this coming Monday, February 5th, the 22nd anniversary of Shot in the Dark, my blog, the blog that kind of put me on the map uh, we'll talk about that maybe later on in the broadcast here today. Anyway, uh, we're on from 1 to 3. Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at 3 o'clock. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3. And, of course, King Banyan, charter member of the NARN, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, we're the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We always have been. God willing, we always will be. So, uh, by the way, one of the great NARN traditions, one of the things we look forward to every year since we don't do as much at the state fair anymore, although that started changing back this last year, so fingers crossed. One of our great outdoor events that we do, because we do actually like getting out of the studio and and, and interacting with people face-to-face, unlike a lot of radio shows, which tend to be run by introverts who like to stay in their their studio and never leave, 
Uh, we love getting out and seeing people. Brad and I are, are pretty extroverted guys, especially for radio people, and double especially for TV people, of which more in a moment. But uh, one of our major years, uh, events every year, going back to, oh gosh, 2010-ish, I think. 2000, Brad will know for sure. I think it's 2010 was our first broadcast. I, I remember interviewing a guest who ran for Congress in 2010, so I'm almost positive that was the year. But all these years now, and this would have made this year our 15th straight broadcast at Holes for Heroes. Uh, we have been uh, at the Holes for Heroes broadcast. It's uh, Fishing for Life's big fundraising event on the on the ice at Medicine Lake. And, well, as you've perhaps heard, it's been on all the newspapers, the ice is not there. The ice has been put on ice for this year. The weather has iced the plans for Fishing uh, for Life's Holds for Heroes program this year. They, the option of holding the party on the beach, making it a, a February beach party, was apparently brooded about and rejected because what's the point of having an ice fishing tournament without ice? It's not the same doing it as an ice fishing luau with no ice, except in your cocktails. I'm liking the idea more and more, to be perfectly honest, but that's fine. Not my party, not my rules. Goody, Tom Goodrich, a longtime friend of the broadcast, <clears throat> uh, called the shot this past week, canceled it. By the way, the event would have been sponsored by Camp Bow Wow had we done our broadcast this year. So we uh, we, we appreciate them. We certainly hope to uh, make that up as we go along here. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the event has been canceled for this year, which, yeah, that means we'll be back in the studio next week and, and we'll live. Uh, a couple other traditions on the Narn. Usually, uh, Super Sunday, I feel in for Brad because he's getting his pregame on. Uh, apparently not doing that this year. Apparently scaling things back. Uh, I I I'm, don't know the reasons why. He's not confided those in me, and that's fine. I won't ask. A friend would never ask. A gentleman would never tell. I, I'm I'm sure he just decided he doesn't need to do as much pregame as he did. Because I mean, he pregames for the Super Bowl like Keith Moon pregamed for a concert. No, 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 that's not true. I made that all up. At any rate, so I'll be in. All this weekend and uh, all, all, all uh, doing my normal show next weekend. Every, it, it, long way of saying everything's normal next week, except, of course, no holes for heroes. Looking forward to it next year. I have a hunch if they were just to postpone it till March when we have the inevitable snowmageddon and following cold wave that will put two feet of ice on the lakes in time for, I don't know, April and May. It would have worked out. But, again, not my circus. It's Tom Goodrich's uh, party, and he'll, uh, he'll cry if he wants to. No, no, he will cancel it if he needs to. Anyway, all the best to the folks from Fishing for Life. Go to fishingforlife.org to find out more. I have a hunch without this event. They're going to need your help more than ever because they do a lot of worthwhile stuff. Anyway, and uh, thanks to Camp Bow Wow. Check out the website. Just go Google Camp Bow Wow. They'll help you. They're, 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 I'm, I'm interested in patronizing them myself here, come to think of it. So uh, stay tuned for more of that. So let's see what else. Uh, oh, I want to tell a tale of two firebombings. The, the first firebombing took place in the summer of 2017. Uh, a couple of parties initially unknown in the early hours of the morning of some balmy summer day in, in West Bloomington uh, threw a firebomb. Uh, at least one firebomb through the window of the Dar al Farouk Mosque in West Bloomington. And there was no doubt about it from the very beginning. It was a hate crime. Someone did not like Muslims. Someone was not rolling out the welcome wagon for our uh, fellow monotheists. And they, they lobbed a firebomb, and it caused a, a right fair amount of damage. It was an ugly hate, a hate crime attack. And I hasten to add this. Everybody who mattered in Twin Cities politics condemned it right out of the gate. Uh, this was this was a big thing. I mean, when you have people firebombing places of worship, whatever you have to say about them theologically or socially, that's that's neither here nor there. It is a place of worship. It is where people gather to exercise their First Amendment right to worship their creator in the manner in which they choose, whether you like it or not. It's their right just as well as it is yours. And someone tried to destroy that. It was justifiably prosecuted as a hate crime. We're jumping ahead of ourselves. 
before the facts were known, before the investigation really picked up enough steam to find the perps, which, by the way, they did. In a, we'll get to that in a moment here. Uh, a, a group that still exists, believe it or not, called Pro, uh, Protect Minnesota. They're uh, they're one of the big gun control groups. Uh, they're at the time president, a woman named the Reverend Nancy Nord Bentz. Uh, put out a snide, snarky little out of tweet or Facebook post saying she hoped that the folks from very, the Minnesota's various Second Amendment advocacy groups would cough up any information they had uh, about who had carried this out. Which, when you think about it, is an incredible little bit of uh, gaslighting at the least, slander at most. It's saying, because I disagree with you on an entirely separate issue... You must be in some way culpable for a hate crime on a completely unrelated issue, by the way, but uh, culpable for a hate crime. Now, the record will show that the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus was out there before most in condemning the uh, firebombing of the Dar al-Farouk Mosque in Bloomington, which every organization that mattered, that was within a country mile of the issue, Condemned. Left, right, center, unaligned, don't matter about politics. Everyone condemned it. This show condemned it. The bombing and those who did it, who, by the way, the investigation later found that the uh, the, the person or parties involved came from, I believe, southern Illinois. They were involved with some sort of neo-Nazi white supremacist organization, if I recall correctly here. They got a stiff prison sentence. The leader of the pack. I'd say ringleader, but I don't think any of them could draw a ring uh, without the aid of something to trace. They they were not. How do I put this diplomatically? They were not. They did not appear to have been the brightest lights on God's Christmas tree. Is that a diplomatic way of putting it? Perhaps I don't know. Anyway, not among God loves all of His creatures, but these two were not two uh, three of the brighter lights. Anyway, the leader then announced that he was actually a woman, changed his gender, and uh, wound up getting himself transferred over to the Shakopee Women's Prison, which is another whole social can of worms, going from hate crime to uh, that entire issue. That's a, a side issue. Point being, seven years ago, when somebody came from outside the community to attack, to attempt to destroy a part of the community that had every reason, legally, morally, ethically, to be where they were doing what they were doing. The community, left, right, center, and don't care, condemned it and supported, in no uncertain terms, the investigation that led to the nice, long, stiff prison sentence for the perpetrators. Everyone. If you can find me some there, someone out there, who was saying, all right, good. The only good mosque is a crispy one. Uh, I, I will tell you that they were someone who was so far outside the mainstream that uh, light leaving the mainstream right now will not reach them or us until everyone is long dead. If you could find one, which I somehow died. I could find you one. I mean, it's sort of one of those crazy people on social media who has nothing to do with any mainstream of any party. And that was, I, I follow this stuff pretty closely. Everyone condemned the fire bombers before they knew who they were and all the way through the process, every single time. So there's your context. When somebody attacked, I'm not even going to say the, the mosque was affiliated with the left. I mean, there's a, a fair number of of. Muslims in the DFL, uh, starting with Ilhan Omar and working their way down, that's fine. They have the right to exercise whatever politics they want along with their religion. The First Amendment does, in fact, protect everyone. More on Ilhan Omar later. But when the flaming shoe was on the other foot, it was a very different story. By the way, one thing that did not happen when uh, Dar al-Farouk was firebombed was not a single public figure. Not a single organization anywhere within a, a day's drive of the mainstream of, of the political right to say nothing of center left or don't care posted a meme, say, just pulling example out of the hat here, a, a meme 
calling back to uh, the TV show The Office, the, the classic comedy, uh, the episode in season two, which would have aired in 2005, where Dwight Schrute, the classic uh, stickler character played by Rain Wilson, uh, sang about someone who'd inadvertently burned a piece of pita bread in a microwave. Ryan started the fire. Ryan started the fire. Nobody did that. Literally nobody did that. It was a better world in, in, in at least one way. And we'll talk about how the world has gotten so much worse in the last seven years. And really, when you get down to it, 19 years. But really, as we compare two fires, two, how do we put it in the mainstream media? Oh, yeah, mostly peaceful fires. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin, and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start playing. Remember, it's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. We are AM 1280, The Patriot. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on The Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play, play the, the Patriot, Patriot Minneapolis. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hey, don't forget the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program saves you 50%, hence the name Half-Off Deals Program, or more, on great products and services here in the Twin Cities. Right now, you can get half-off on Breathe Freedom from Nicotine. You can kick the habit. You'll save tons of dough when you quit smoking, chew, even vaping. It's a, a smart investment for your well-being and future. And today you can save half off Breathe. Breathe Therapy. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Check out the Half Off Deals banner. And by the way, while you're there, just browse around all the other awesome stuff that's available to you and to yours and to your life 
at am12athepatriot.com. It's not just a station website. Is a, it is a portal to all that is good and beautiful in life on this earth. At any rate, so setting the context, uh, the Dar al-Farouk firebombing, which led to uh, at least one, well, no, all th- I, I want to say it was three people. I could be wrong. I'm sure if I'm wrong, Brad Carlson will, will text in to set me straight momentarily here. But at, at the very, I mean, there was a bunch of long prison sentences handed out. And uh, so, so, and every, literally everyone condemned it. Now, fast forward to uh, a week ago tomorrow, tomorrow morning, uh, last Sunday morning, there was a fire at a building in Golden Valley. It was an office building in the West End of Golden Valley, uh, somewhere out west of downtown Minneapolis along 394. And as luck would have it, this fire uh, happened to to break out right in the middle of a of a cluster of offices in this office complex that housed three prominent conservative organizations. Take Charge Minnesota, which is Kendall Qualls and his wife Sheila's uh, excellent organization, targeting uh, t- targeting uh, urban uh, populations here in the Twin Cities, trying to to re bring about the rebirth of of family in uh, in and community in these communities brilliant organization that we support completely here the upper midwest law, law center which i believe is eric cardall and some of that crowd who are working on doing doing the lord's work trying to up, uh, hold up for conservative values in the legislative arena with some success and of course our good friends at the center of the american experiment which is run uh of course by one of our great connections uh Charter member of the Northern Alliance, John Hinderocker, who went on to uh, went on to, to the presidency of the Center of the American Experiment after the other political Mitch, Mitch uh, Perlstein, left the organization a few years back. Uh, John Hinderocker and uh, is involved with that, and it was it was a pretty serious fire. Uh, Catherine Hinderocker, John's uh, youngest daughter, who uh, is well known to all of us in the Narn, is. That seven-year-old who used to hang around the studio uh, p- published some photos, uh, before and after photos, of the area around the three conservative groups' offices in this building. And it's a mess. It is. It, it was a nasty little fire. I mean, I knew something was up when I first got a email Monday morning from the Center of the American Experiment saying, yeah, we're, uh, we're all working from home because there was a fire. And then I got a similar email from the uh, from Upper Midwest Law Center saying the same thing, and then another one from Kendall and Sheila Qualls saying, "Yeah, no, we got burned out. We're we're laptop in it from the living room here for the time being." Now, you could you could be completely logical and legalistic about things and say, you know what, it's entirely possible that a fire broke out completely at random. Uh, in the middle of these three organizations' offices. It is possible. Fires do break out randomly in office buildings. It's vanishingly rare, but it happens. Uh, and it, it you for the first bit there, you couldn't rule it out necessarily. But the... the Events seem to have transcri- transpired to uh, to to show that that's not the case. Uh, John Hinderocker, uh, president of the Center of the American Experiment, explained what happened in, on Powerline this past week. Powerline, of course, one of the blogs uh, around which this show was founded almost 20 years ago. Uh, quote, leftists firebombed my office Saturday night around 2 a.m. They broke into the building that houses the center and two other conservative organizations, Upper Midwest Law Center, and Take Charge. Uh, with what uh, with which we often collaborate, along with many other businesses, the arson has set two fires. One was in the first floor corridor between the center's office and the space we subleased to take charge, Kendall and Sheila Qualls organization. A second fire was set on the third floor, immediately outside or or perhaps inside the office of Upper Midwest Law Center, on whose board I serve. Hinderocker wrote. So it wasn't a fire; it was two separate fires. So the odds that this was something, and, and by the way, apparently there was broken doors involved and so forth, and and the evidence is such that, well, two separate fires on two different floors in front of two conservative, uh, in front of and in two conservative organizations, 
Gosh, that's going to get people suspicious, isn't it? Spokesperson for the ATF said the FBI, Hennepin County Sheriff's, the Hennepin County Fire Investigation Team, Minnesota State Fire Marshal Division are all investigating the incident. The Golden Valley Fire Department said it responded to the fire at the 8421 Wyzetta Boulevard shortly after 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, Elliot Engen, a good friend of the broadcast from White Bear Township, said all options are on the table for addressing uh, what happened next. Now, I mentioned... I mentioned the the episode of The Office from 2005. If you haven't binged watched The Office a few dozen times, we may not know each other all that well. One of the best sitcoms in the history of television. Well, there was an episode in 2005 where there's an accidental fire at The Office. Now, and and the aforementioned uh, office paper salesman, uh, Dwight Schrute, responded with a song showing, waving the burned piece of pita bread around saying, Ryan started the fire, an homage to, to Billy Joel's uh, classic, uh, supremely annoying song. This was, now, again, I hearken you back to 2017, when literally everyone who mattered, anyone who was within a light year of the mainstream, condemned the attack on Del- uh, Dar al-Farouk Mosque and whoever did it. Now, the Twin Cities has had a lot of experience with firebombing and vandalism in recent years. Not just the riots on Lake Street and up and down University Avenue, although that certainly counts, but also various attacks and vandalism against crisis pregnancy centers here and all over the country. I mean, the, the number of firebombings and other serious attacks on crisis pregnancy centers since the overturning of Roe versus Wade and going back before, quite frankly, uh, is well into double digits because the abortion industry is 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 forgiving of competition as the mafia is. <laughs> I mean, the mafia may actually give you more time to get your situation right. Uh, the, the abortion industry, uh, they send the goons right out. If you compete with them, it, it's all... all <laughs> Uh, the hands are not tied, let's just say. So one thing that did not happen is you did not have people anywhere within a, a day's drive of the mainstream going, yeah, burning my, make my mosque extra crispy. Hey, can I get a mosque uh, with uh, on a graham cracker uh, stuffed under a a, 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 a a candy, a piece of chocolate bar? We could call it a smosk. That never happened. It would never happen anywhere within a two-day drive of the right-wing mainstream at all. You didn't hear it. If you said you heard it, you're either lying or delusional, or both. Or you represent Rochester in the Minnesota State Legislature, because that's what happened. Notorious conservative firebrand Andy Smith, uh, when the... When the news of the fire came out, ironically, Brad Carlson points out in the chat uh, for the video stream of this broadcast, points out the same night the rerun of the fire episode of The Office came out Thursday, and it was the same day Andy Smith, uh, fire-breathing conservative from Rochester, posted a meme uh, saying, Ryan started the fire. It was Dwight Schrute. Uh, waving the burning piece of pita in, the way, in in front of a camera, as if to make fun, to make sport of the fact that a bunch of conservative groups had been targeted by by what? There are those who call it a hate crime. I think that's I I, I think that's actually letting them off too easily. Hate crimes are are actions by people who just want to vent. The, their petulance and hatred on other people, that's letting them off too easy. This is domestic terrorism. This is the real thing, folks. When they come for your groups to sh- to intimidate you into silence by burning you down, by destroying not only your property as the conservative organization, but the property of the group that rents you, the conservative organization, their space, that is the very definition of domestic terrorism. They are trying to shut you up. They're trying to get you to think that, that, that trying to stand up for 
all of the things that conservatism stands for, Western civilization, uh, traditional family uh, and, and its values here, uh, getting government out of your life, leaving your, doing what it's supposed to do and leaving the rest aside, that is something that justifies violence to shut you up, to inti- intimidate you, to drive you underground or out. No more, no less. And this is what Andy Smith, legislator from Rochester, and by the way, not even remotely conservative, <laughs> he's a DFLer, one of the most annoying DFLers there is. We'll talk a little bit about Representative Smith when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot, go nowhere. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF. relieffactor.com. Hey, you're up next. Uh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Vapo Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to My Computer Career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up. Sweet. Are classes online or on campus? Both. Wow, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget the Freedom Fan Club members like you and I get premium content and on-demand access to their favorite local shows. Just click podcast on am12athepatriot.com. There you get access to months and months of interviews, conversations on the big happenings of the week and other hot laughs, uh, topics, everything. Just go to am12athepatriot.com, click on podcast. By the way, we are there as well. By the way, you can check out Brad, Jack, King, and I all at am12athepatriot.com slash podcast. You get to violate the space-time continuum. And listen to the show anytime you want. This is so different than when I was a kid, when you had to you had to be tuned in on time or you'd miss some part of your favorite show, like the Narn. No more. At any rate, 651-289-4488, the number of calls, should you care to join us here. Uh, so we're talking about the firebombing of the uh, apparent, I should say, apparent firebombing. It's possible 
that a fire randomly broke, uh, <laughs> that two different fires broke out at the same time, two floors apart in front of two completely different offices of allied conservative organizations. It is possible. The universe is full of strange things. I have a hunch this is a little stranger than me getting a third date with Anna Kendrick, but that's fine. The ATF and other state and local authorities will figure that one out. Among the state and local authorities, by the way, who don't seem to be diving in on this one, Keith Ellison, who, when Dar al Farouk was bombed, put the entire resources of the state attorney general's office on the case and jumped into this like, like I don't know, easy company jumping into Normandy. Uh, he's been strangely silent on this. I, I, By the way, remembering the universal condemnation, condemnation of the Dar al-Farouk bombing, left, right, center, and don't care, uh, it's interesting to see that, that Governor Waltz did actually have a tweet saying, hey, violence against political opposition has no place in Minnesota. I mean, it was it was looked like something that, that the social media intern copied and pasted from a situation book somewhere. That's it. I mean, it was it was the minimum possible response. It was a response. It was exactly the response I expected from the governor who has to put on some appearances. Keith Ellison still silent. The Twin Cities news media, the Star Tribune, NPR, the big four, the, the four, the five, the nine, the 11, if not silent, at least very, very quiet about this because, well, they're conservatives. Now, as far as, uh, and, and by the way, after, after, after Andy Smith, Representative Andy Smith, who, please pardon my sarcasm in the last segment, not remotely conservative. No, he's not just a leftist Democrat from Kim Norton's corner of Rochester. He's one of the most annoying DFLers that ever DF'd an L. I mean, he was just just the most obnoxious, insipid. I, I, I try and be diplomatic. I try and treat people like humans. I try to be civil. I try to disagree without being disagreeable. Andy Smith makes me long for the good old days of John Thompson. How's that for you? Uh, anyway, Andy Smith posts a stupid meme saying, hey, you know, riots started the fire. It's all a big joke. Political terrorism against the other side. Hey, no big joke. And immediately after that, of course, he, he came in for universal, intense condemnation from the right, of course. little bit. I, in all fairness, there were people on the Democrat side. There were a few, a thin shaving from the great cheese block that is the DFL that said, hey, Andy's kind of a bad look. And they were outnumbered many, many to one by people who said, yeah, this is kind of funny. Yeah, conservatives, they had it coming. And the and, and a bunch who said, oh, boy, can't you conservative snowflakes handle a meme? Well, yeah, we can handle a meme. What we can't handle is the normalizing of violence against us. That's the part we have trouble with. You see, you can throw memes all you want. We ignore most of what you uh, twerps tweet anyway. It's the fact that you're normalizing violence against conservatives and everyone you deal with. Normalizing, Mitch? Yes, normalizing. So, at any rate, if you're one of those people who said, hey, bunch of snowflakes can't handle a meme, the meme's not the problem. The normalizing the violence is. Help me help you. Help me help you. Got it? And I did say normalized violence. This this ties in with the story we talked about last week. Uh, we talked about the urban progressive privilege of the, the crowd in Powderhorn Park at a, quote, art, end quote, festival in Powderhorn Park, which is, is, is when I talk about white progressives, I, I re- frequently refer to them as uh, white middle class progressives who live in uh, urban life theme parks. And I've had people ask, what do you mean urban life theme park? Well, it's it's a part of the city that is largely it's largely middle class to upper middle class, largely insulated from the worst mistakes of blue city progressive life. Generally a place where the people who bring them that urban lifestyle, the baristas, the bartenders, the waiters and waitresses, have to commute in from elsewhere because they can't afford to live there. The property value it's gentrified. So that regular working class schnooks 
who don't have trust funds can't live there. Now, if you work for a nonprofit, if you're a graphic designer with a digital agency, if you're if you're a if you're a young teacher uh, or a worker, you you do some administrative job at the U of M. Yeah, you can afford it, and you're surrounded by people pretty much like you. So you yap on and on about diversity, but you live in a white progressive upper middle class bubble served by people who have to commute on your precious light rail and bus to get to actually serve you your coffee and your avocado toast. That's an urban life theme park. It's, it's, it is to theme park, it, it is to urban life what Epcot Center is to the world. There we go. There's your definition for you right there. Now, Powderhorn Park is not an urban life theme park. It's where people from urban life theme parks go in daylight to feel like they are down with the cause. Powderhorn Park, of course, has been, since I first moved to the Twin Cities four four years ago, has been a place where the white progressive left goes to slum it in daylight. At night, they yip on back to Marcy Holmes or or Crocus Hill or Irvine Park or or Linden Hills uh, from whence they came or the West End, wherever it is that they live, the Urban Life Theme Park. And we talked about this in in regard to the, quote, art presentation this past week, uh, the week before, I should say, this past, where you had a sled with a uh, stylized burning third precinct uh, sliding down the hill. And someone found an interview with the, quote, artist, end quote. I mean, this sort of thing just shows the extent to which art has been debased into meaninglessness in our society, which if the tone hasn't told you so, I think is a profoundly awful thing. But not as profoundly awful as that particular piece of garbage masquerading as art, which had the white progressives going, yay, and had anyone who actually lives in a non-urban theme park uh, part of the city going, ooh, might want to think that through. Uh, These are the people who saw the, the Minneapolis Police Department condemning this piece of art going, tough luck, snowflakes, And then they scampered back uh, in their in their Subaru Outbacks to get back to Marcy Holmes and uh, hunkered down to insulate themselves from the wreckage of the system that they vote for about 110 percent of the time. At any rate, this is the normalizing. These are the same people, by the way, when I refer to the normalizing of terror, of violence against people you disagree with. These are the people. A, who are who who are perfectly fine with it. Not all of them, not every time, but broadly speaking, I suspect if you went to the Powderhorn Park Art Festival and said, "Hey, what do you think about firebombing the center of the American Experiment and take charge, Minnesota?" If you found a number of people who knew what they were, they would go, "Yeah, they got it coming." And by the way, fearless prediction. I will wager you a shiny new quarter that when the perp is caught, they will be. Who is it now? Who? I don't want to see the same hands here. A white, urban, upper middle class progressive from an urban life theme park. College grad, member of the nonprofit industrial complex, deeply idealistic in the same way that stormtroopers and red guards and other members of the radical elite always are. We'll see if I'm wrong about that. Let's see how the investigation goes. By the way, yes, yeah, still waiting for that flood of, of condemnation from the likes of Keith Ellison and the like. At, at any rate, 651-289-440. We'll talk about, speaking of climates of fear and hatred, we'll talk about how that's manifesting in the legislature next session when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. This is Al Mombert. Sunday morning on the World of Aviation will welcome Steve Anderson, the president of the 8th Air Force Historical Society of Minnesota. We'll analyze the new series Masters of the Air, currently running on Apple TV. 
This series was produced by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks as a follow-up to the series Band of Brothers and the Pacific. This is the story of the heroes of the 100th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force who brought the war to Nazi Germany. Join us Sunday morning at 10.05 for this incredible story on AM 1280, The Patriot. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. What is dedication? People ask how your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, you got a local business, and you know local search engine optimization is way complex. And not one of those DIY-friendly options. I do this for a living, by the way. I work on, on, on web software, and search engine optimization is voodoo, I tell you. Anyway, we can help you with it. Call now and learn more about how to optimize your presence in search engines for your small business and your website at 651-289-4450 or go to surroundmsp.com. No obligation here. We're just here to help, and we do help business constant, businesses out there constantly because that's what we do, and we do it better than anyone else. Surroundmsp.com. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join me as Sean in Minneapolis says, let's go to the phones. Sean, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good afternoon, Mitch. Hey, Sean, Sean, how you doing? I am fantastic. You know, I, I, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm turning ugly sticks into pretty sticks. And on this topic, I just had to give you, give you a call because this is, this is one that naturally I'm kind of watching closely. Oh, yeah. And, no, I, I, this one kind of felt like shine, shining the sh- uh, Sean uh, signal against a low-hanging cloud. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, is it just me or can we start? saying out loud that we're noticing a pattern of behavior with those uh, that are either directly in members of the DFLSA or uh, very closely adjacent. Adjacent would be a wonderful word. Yeah. And that, um, you know, when, when does this start being taken seriously? You have, uh, alleged apparent uh, every appearance of politically motivated violence in these arsons. You have the Lowry Hill Tunnel being shut down. Yep. You have any number of other civic disturbances, protests, and I will take it as far back as 2020 and the and the riots. Yep. And when do we start taking them seriously when they? call this an uprising well this has every appearance of that yeah they like to they like to throw that uprising and rebellion terms around there like they like they (laughs) 
because the terms do have meanings to, to, to people in this field. I will say, when do we start taking it seriously? Uh, some good news. Department of Homeland Security released a memo yesterday saying that it's time for people to start uh, looking out for that, that out, out, outbreak of, uh, oh, wait, right-wing extremist terror. No, they're still on that here. No. Well, and this is why they have been so heavily invested in the J6 narrative, even on the local level for the oh, last yeah. couple of years yeah. in little community meetings. I've seen them myself. They're, they, they'll tie nursing home support to resistance to January 6th mentality. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And and I would be remiss. Okay, what what? How can we push back on this? I would be remiss if I did not use this as a call to caucus yeah. for everyone out there, every conservative, get involved in your local organizing unit. I'm not going to say the dreaded letters, uh, because nobody knows what that is. And anyway, yes. get down to your precinct <laughs> caucuses on February 27th uh, here in Minneapolis. We've we're pulling 137 of them together and. That is the only way to start pushing back on this is that if any and every conservative anywhere in the state of Minnesota, but especially in the metro area, in Minneapolis, in St. Paul, in the first ring suburbs, yep. show up at their precinct caucus and get directly involved. All of you Republicans, personally, absolutely. all of you Republicans who've been bludgeoned into 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 apathy over the last few years. It's it's time to arouse yourself and get back out because it does. But thanks for your call, Sean, by the way. Absolutely. Six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, eight, eight. Sean is right. He's putting on 100 and, uh, what, 167 caucuses. I am I am working on one. I'll be happy if I pull that one off, but uh, that's that's fine. I'll be I'll be happy to do it here. One uh, one uh, I think it's like actually a bunch of precincts altogether, but that's fine. Uh, so yeah, he's absolutely right. It is time for conservatives to actually hit back at the polling station. Uh, I mean, we're we're still trying to keep this a civil society here. I hear people talking. Some people in my social media network who say, "Yep." The time for civil solution is long past. It's time to actually take it out to the barricades. It's time to look at, at, at armed, violent resistance. Oh, well, yeah, that's 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 a Rubicon you don't want to cross. Certainly, talking about it is easy and cheap. Doing it is incredibly expensive. And by the way, for all you conservatives who say, yeah, we got the guns, yeah, we do. I mean, most of us, uh, compared to most of them, but they got the plan. They got the organization. They got they they got the people who are thinking actively about about getting to that stage of things, and we, outside the far fringe, do not. And uh, we don't want to go there. I don't think we want to go there. It would it would it would cost a lot more than uh, than than another uh, fire destroying a neighborhood. Uh, anyway, much more on that uh, perhaps later, or, or hopefully much less on that because we win the elections this fall. That would even be better. So what is this about? I, I talked about about how the, the DFL's plan is actually not the DFL, literally the DFL, because there is some evidence that the DFL isn't quite ready to cross the line into openly advocating or mocking terror attacks. Uh, or, or, or mocking opposition to terror attacks against conservatives. Because after Andy Smith posted his deeply stupid and mis, uh, misguided uh, meme, yucking it up about a terrorist attack against a conservative organization, his account closed. Boom. Vapor. Uh, he has been among the more, I use the word loquacious, Probably misguidedly, because he, he's not an especially literate or smart person. He's actually a, appears to me, in my opinion, to be a deeply and irremediably stupid person. I, I'm, again, pulling my punches here. I like to treat people fairly. It's entirely possible he's a, is a perfectly fine human being. It's just his political persona is just so utterly grating. I, I can listen to fingernails on chalkboards all day rather than listen to Andy Smith. I prefer it. Kids ask your parents what a chalkboard is here. But this is part of a larger larger pattern, as, as Sean from Minneapolis put it, uh, as uh, not just normalizing the use of terror to shut the dissenters up and and implied terror, the, 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 the idea that maybe we'll swat you, maybe we'll pull you out of your car uh, when we block it 
and, and or maybe we'll just uh, firebomb you. It goes beyond that. One of the things that we learned uh, about, quote, gun safety, about crime with guns, is the best thing to do with people with guns who commit crimes is to put them in jail. And if they use a gun in a crime, put them in jail even longer. This is, a, this is something that's worked for years in other parts of the country that are much more enlightened about the things that government's supposed to do, like keep law-abiding citizens safe. Well, this is Minnesota under DFL control, so that's not what's going to happen here. Uh, this is from the Minnesota Reformer, a left-leaning news source. Quote, the DFL's expected to consider legislation would eliminate a mandatory five-year sentence for felony gun possession. In other words, if you're not supposed to have a gun, if you are a prohibited person, if someone with a felony or domestic abuse conviction, you're not supposed to have a gun at all on your premises, much less in your car. It's supposed to be a five-year sentence. Now, that sentence is, as we talked about two or three weeks ago, is imposed in the metro less than half the time, sometimes much less than half the time. But that is supposed to be the mandatory minimum for having a gun. They're going to eliminate that. Now, they passed red flag laws, the uh, red flag gun confiscation law, which has, by the way, not been used once, perhaps is a good thing. They passed the useless universal background check law, which is essentially nothing but a backdoor to gun registration. They, The Minnesota Reformer reports they're going to come back this next session with an attempt to ban, quote, assault weapons and magazines of larger than 10 rounds or less than that in some cases, and all the usual stuff to aim at the law-abiding citizen. But the criminal who's not supposed to have a gun at all? Poof, nothing. Uh, Oh, by the way, it'll also make Minnesota a sanctuary state. (laughs) That's another thing that they're pushing for here, as we've seen over the last couple of weeks. What could possibly go wrong with that, criminologically speaking? Oh, only everything. So. The pattern here is that the there may be a, a reason for the DFL to support oppressing law-abiding citizens and removing consequences from criminal behavior. There might be. It might even be uh, above board. It's just if you were trying to terrify the law-abiding and exalt the criminal, this would be the perfect way to do it. You wouldn't need to change a single thing. Marine Flatley, when we come back, about the failing congressional effort to combat child pornography. Hey, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders Roofing, inviting you to join us at the Minneapolis Home and Remodeling Show at U.S. Bank Stadium, February 2nd to the 4th at booth 541. Say hi and grab a free pickleball. We hope to see you there. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hitner Sr. and Keith Hitner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune into Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hintner Group, the number one Colwell banker group in the nation. Online at HintnerGroup.com. And tune into Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. All of us love sports. 
But not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.